Welcome to Epic Moses, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. In continuation of the topic of walking in the light, let us first look through what we have learned so far. We looked at the definition of allegory and how it is a part of the Jewish culture and that the Bible, which was written by mostly Jews, is full of it. We saw that an allegory is the art of speaking using representative words as a means of breaking down communication into easier to use words due to religious or cultural constraints. We saw that it's also used to simplify complicated concepts into story form for easier understanding. We also saw how not understanding these facts can cause certain things written in the Bible to be misleading while reading it. We then zeroed in on two words which are the highlights of our topic. The words are walking and light. We saw that the word walking allegorically means conduct and that light means information. Then we learned that walking in the light means living an enlightened life. We also learned that the fundamental problem of humanity is ignorance and that it is ignorance that destroys people then we saw that ignorance leads to fear and fear leads to sin and sin leads to destruction hence the need to avert this fate by simply walking in the light and then finally i postulated that walking in the light takes a process I have developed with the acronym LIRA, which stands for Listen, Investigate, Receive, and Apply. Let's now pick up things by going into detail about these four steps of the LIRA process. The first step towards walking the light is to listen. Now this step might sound so simple, but it's not as simple as it sounds. As a matter of fact, it is actually the most critical and challenging out of all the steps. Now one might be tempted to ask what is so hard in listening, but the truth is that listening is exactly what people simply do not do. This is not intentional but due to a series of factors. First of all, there is a problem of non-interest. People are not interested in many things because they are so engrossed in the issues of life that they feel like they don't have time and patience to listen to anything that doesn't put food on their table, especially in these modern times when humanity have exponentially increased our concerns with all kinds of social issues. Problems like house rent, 
money for food, jobs, salaries, and all the man-made issues we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, do you know that all the things we call problems today are actually man-made? Think about it. Society designed our lives to create demand and supply, which though brings efficiency, in the end can be manipulated to make the rich richer and the poor poorer. This lifestyle makes so many demands on our time and minds to get the things that God has already given freely. For example, do you know that every fruit has loaded in it enough seed to make a whole forest? Thereby, it stands as a guarantee for enough food for future generations, if one single fruit can produce a forest. Yet, we buy the same fruit with money we must work so hard to get. Instead of simply planting it as originally designed by God, modern life works the system to create that need. Though modern life has advantages, it also has disadvantages. Have you considered that most things we pray about are man-made? Our so-called modern life has also brought with it so much pressure that people don't have time to listen or learn vital things for their spiritual well-being. They always say, I'm too busy. But there's always time for entertainment, which frankly helps with the pressures. Now, the second reason why people don't listen is because of preconceptions. As human beings, we get information all the time. And when we receive the information, we form concepts in our minds using information we receive about matters relevant to different areas of life. Now, this information or notion or concept occupies a space within our subconscious mind. When later another information which doesn't line up with the first one comes, it will not find a space to come in because the space is already taken. It's like trying to pour water into a cup that is already filled with oil. It won't work. It will be necessary to first decide if you prefer to have the water there or the oil. Then you will have to pour out the oil and rinse the cup before you can use it for new content. This is how the minds of many people are, already full of preconceptions, in which case they see no need to listen. They think they already know it, not knowing that what they know may either be defective or totally wrong. This is most especially an issue among religious people. Once they have been made to believe a thing, it becomes very hard to get them to listen to something else. This is because a lot of the teachings in these religious circles are loaded with fear and threats of doom. Most religious leaders also use the name of God as a hammer to drive in their teachings with further instructions that their members should not listen to any other teaching or else more threats. 
Honestly, it is a very effective form of manipulation, which has been going on for thousands of years. This background makes these hearers very hardened and unreceptive. A good example of this character is the Jews in the Bible. They were described by God as a stiff-necked people. In the book of Acts 17, Apostle Paul went to a city called Thessalonica to preach. Some of the Jews in that city refused to listen and made so much trouble for Paul that Paul had to be smuggled out of the city by night to another city called Beria. Now in Beria, the Bible says the Jews in that city were noble or enlightened. So Paul didn't have any trouble there as he did in Thessalonica because the Berians, who were enlightened people, listened. Now remember we previously said that walking in the light means being enlightened. The Berians listened because they were educated and enlightened people. It is the brutish and backward people who always refuse to listen. Isn't it funny that those who know nothing are always the ones who are not interested in knowing, and those who actually know something are always the ones who are interested in knowing more? It's like the parable of the talents. Those who have more will always be given to them because they are open to receive but those who don't have usually feel they have enough this is a real dilemma how do you make someone who doesn't know but doesn't know he doesn't know to listen this is why ignorance is never an excuse because in most cases it's not that the information didn't come it's that they didn't listen try never to feel that you know no matter what is being said especially if it's something different from what you previously know just listen first now the final reason why people don't listen is because they are so busy talking it's not a good thing for a person to talk more than he listens the book of James 1:19 says Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. A lot of people are always in a hurry to speak without waiting to first listen to what someone else is saying. Have you ever been in a conversation and because you had something important to say, you ended up not really understanding what you were being told because you were such in a hurry to say what was in your mind. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Someone might be hearing, but not listening. To listen properly, you must first disengage your mind from what you are thinking and focus your attention on the speaker and to what is being said. So listening is not just done with the ears alone, but also with the mind. It's also important to look out for non-verbal cues from the speaker 
since communication is not only done with words but also with actions. Don't say you are listening when you are looking elsewhere. I read a book on communication some time ago and there was a part where it spoke of the art of listening. Now, until I read that book, I never knew that listening was an art. In fact, if you listen well enough, it is possible to pick up what was not said but implied. Now, in conclusion of this episode, I have found that strongly held beliefs can be very dangerous. Beliefs should never be strongly held but loosely held. A belief should first of all not be a permanent thing but should be held until it is developed into knowledge once it has been tried and tested or until a superior information comes along at which point you must drop that old belief for not being proved. Listen, no belief is more important than you. If only you understand that you are a god with a small g as far as this planet is concerned. Nothing should take preeminence over you. Even if you have believed anything since you were born, once it's no more making sense, just drop it. Stop trying to prop it up with fake evidence and don't bet your life on any belief. Anything that needs you to protect it is not strong enough to carry you. The moment you notice you are afraid to hear another view which may challenge your belief, it means that your belief needs to be re-examined immediately. When a carpenter builds a chair for you and the carpenter is afraid for you to sit on that chair to test it, it means he is not sure of his work. So don't accept it. But if the carpenter says you can not only sit on it, but stand and jump on it, that's a man who trusts his work. Accept it. Stop being scared to listen or feel you know it already. As much as you know, maybe there are aspects you haven't heard before. So just listen. If what you have heard doesn't make any sense, you can drop it where you stand and move on with your life. However, if it makes sense, give the matter some thought to see if you will need to change your preconceptions. No matter what you have previously believed, you can change it at once and lose nothing at all. This is because believing a thing is not the end of the process but just the beginning. There is still more to do in the process of converting your belief into knowledge. So don't be scared. So until next episode, when we will continue with the next step, which is to investigate. It is not enough just to believe. You must investigate. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 
357 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.